With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 10 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. On tonight's show, our guest coming up will be uh, Dr. Jay Lee from California, family physician. You can find him at FamilyDocWonk on Twitter. And our topics tonight will include uh, family medicine, of course, and social media's impact on family medicine, especially at recent meetings. If you've been following my Twitter stream over the past couple of weeks, you'll know exactly what I am talking about. So we'll talk about all that and a lot more, including me having to restart Skype seconds before the podcast here. <laughs> so this is episode 10 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast starting right now. Hi, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD student 31 on Twitter, and I listen to Family Medicine Rocks with Mike Sevilla. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I'm your host, the friendly family physician. My name is Mike Sabella, family physician and social media enthusiast. And right at the top of the show, I have a confession to make. Probably seeing this trending on Twitter right now. Yes, I am using a uh, performance-enhancing drug right now. It is not EPO, my friends. <laughs> of course, it's Diet Coke. <laughs> and I'm also going to say this, 20-plus year career, 500 drug controls worldwide, in and out of competition, never failed a drug test. I rest my case. <laughs> But what is this show about, other than me being rambling around? Well, I tell people this is social media through the eyes of a family physician. You can check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. You can join me on Twitter and Facebook as well. Shout out to all 169 people who uh, follow me on the Facebook fan page. And also shout out to all 6,248 people on Twitter. Thank you so much for following me. I don't know why. I hope you find it valuable. You can also listen to real time to this show on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Droid, Windows 7, 
just direct your mobile browser to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash famedrocks. Today is Thursday, May 19, 2011. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. And right now here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, feels like 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Finally, the rain has let up here a little bit, and I am seeing a beautiful sunset outside of the studios here this evening. So I, as, as I alluded to right at the top of the show, I had to restart my Skype seconds before the show. I'm hoping that somebody out there is hearing me right now, <laughs> or else this will be a very, very short show. <laughs> so what did you do this week? It's been a busy work week for me. I've been kind of a slacker out there on uh, social media. And I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow on a video commentary that I'm going to be printing out on uh, my Facebook page tomorrow. You can also get, you'll be able to get it at familymedicinerocks.com. The topic will be uh, social media burnout. So that'll be an interesting thing for me to uh, discuss there tomorrow. And also coming up uh, at the uh, top of the next hour here, very excited, uh, the next edition of the Family Medicine Chat, FamMed Chat, uh, will be uh, coming up. It's the fourth edition of the uh, Family Medicine Chat coming up here this evening on Twitter. The uh, host will be none other than Dr. Synonymous, who hosts the show here Tuesday nights here on the network. The uh, topic will be the dreams of the founders of Family Medicine. And coming up in a little bit will be our guest. It is a pre-recorded interview. He's not here live tonight. It is a pre-recorded interview with my good friend, Dr. Jay Lee from California. He is the 2012 chair, or as they say, convener. He's the uh, the face of the meeting, the leader of the meeting, uh, the National Conference of Special Constituencies meeting that will take place in Kansas City, uh, next May, I believe, May 2012. So we'll talk about that during the course of our interview. We'll also be talking about the new uh, FamilyMedicineRevolution.org uh, website and also on Twitter at FM Revolution. We'll also be talking about the Family Medicine Congressional Conference and uh, the uh, conference where he was at where we were talking about things, the uh, California Academy of Family Physicians Annual Scientific Assembly, and uh, Fat Mad Doc was on uh, Dr. Anonymous Show 167. Yes, this show used to be called the Dr. Anonymous Show, and uh, he was on show 167, recorded over 200 of those shows. Can you believe that there, kids? Uh, And that show with uh, Dr. Jay Lee was on uh, May 27, 2010, about a year ago, and you can uh, download that on iTunes. Uh, through the Family Medicine Rocks podcast page. It does have the old episodes of there. And uh, it was one of the most uh, downloaded episodes of all of the uh, all of the shows there. So uh, pretty entertaining conversation that we had uh, a year ago. Uh, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here again uh, this evening on the front page there. 
And uh, I am a social media, have been a social media hobbyist since 2005, and actually coming up on the five-year anniversary of my blog coming up next month. Can you believe that? Started that back in 2006. And if you're curious, yes, I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And usually you'll be able to see my uh, shining face on the webcam here this evening. But again, Log Talk Radio is not cooperating this evening. So uh, to your benefit, <laughs> you won't be able to see me on the webcam here this evening. And uh, I want to give a big shout-out to J-Man in the uh, chat room. Uh, host the show here uh, on the network called I'm with Stupid. Uh, funny, funny podcaster with his uh, co-host there, The Matt Man. And uh, they just uh, upgraded <laughs> or downgraded, depending on what you think of it. <laughs> you uh, Twice a week, so that's good. So uh, good content out there, so check that out. Before we go to the break, here are a couple of announcements here. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, the uh, third annual Healthcare Social Media Summit, which will be taking place October 17 through 19 at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. I will be on the speaker list there, along with a great list of speakers, including uh, Jen Dyer, who was known as uh, Endo Goddess on uh, Twitter. Also, Seattle Mama Doc, Wendy Sue Swanson, Lee Acey, the director of the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media who I will be lobbying during the meeting so I can get on their advisory board. <laughs> and also Howard Lux will be there, David Harlow, ePatient Dave, and a lot of other great speakers. You can check that out at socialmedia.mailclinic.org, and you can also check it out at reagan.com, R-A-G-A-N. That is Reagan Communications. And if you register before tomorrow, May 20th, you will be getting a huge discount. Uh, also, uh, this week is EMS week. Happy EMS week to my uh, emergency medicine friends out there. And I do want to play this promo here for the uh, upcoming EMS World Conference, uh, which will be in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, this is a nice little contest here for uh, what they call an EMS newbie to the uh, Going to the conference for free, you just have to write an essay here for those people who qualify. Here's the promo for my good friends at emsnewbie.com. Right like that, it's gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. This is Ron and Kelly from Confessions of an EMS Newbie, and we have a new contest for our listeners. Kelly, can you tell them about the contest? It's an essay contest for our EMS newbie listeners, EMT students or EMTs with less than two years experience in the field, where you'll write a four to six hundred word essay on the EMS newbie and the social media revolution. We've got some pretty cool prizes. Ron, why don't you tell them what they are? That's right. You will get one all-expenses-paid trip to Las Vegas for the EMS world. This trip includes hotel, airfare, and entrance to the conference. But that's not all. You also get to shadow Dr. Brian Bledsoe, the man who literally wrote the book on paramedic care and witness the kind of trauma that you'll only find in a level one trauma center in Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas, you will get to see. But most importantly, you will get to meet us and be on Confessions of an EMS Newbie's live show from the podcasting studio at EMS World. And if you want to find out more information about that, go to emsnewbie.com slash Vegas, baby.
So I'm going to look to all you newbies out there. At, uh, that's a pretty good podcast, too, so check that out, emsnewbie.com. That's all. I'll take my break here, then we will start the pre-recorded interview uh, right after uh, this break. Here. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast in partnership with the Family Medicine Education Consortium at FMEC.net and also a member of the Proba Network podcast. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back. That's right, uh, Family Medicine Through the Eyes of a Family Physician. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, and you're listening to my voice right now. You're listening to the edited version of this because the initial run-through, I had a lot of technical difficulties, so uh, if this show sounds a little bit different, that's why. Uh, so my guest uh, uh, is uh, Dr. Jay Lee, and um, I have this show uh, broken up into uh, three different segments, and uh, in the first segment here, uh, we talk about uh, the uh, FamilyMedicineRevolution.org uh, website, um, and uh, we talk about the origins of that, and it's also on Twitter with the hashtag FMRevolution. Uh, so we talk about the origins of that, the beginnings of that, and uh, what the goals are with this uh, site and with this kind of movement. So uh, here is Dr. J. Lee and me discussing, and this um, uh, interview was recorded um, last weekend uh, during the uh, 2011 California Academy of Family Physicians uh, Annual Scientific Assembly. Uh, but the other uh, really important thing, something I'm very excited about that happened on Friday the 13th, um, was the, uh, the the introduction or, or the premiere of of this uh, FamilyMedicineRevolution.org website, uh, which um, has been in the making in the past few months and and uh, kind of originated with the blog post that you wrote on the uh, CAFP uh, website. Um, so as this um, website was was uh, you know, put out there yesterday, and I, I presume it was it was discussed at the board meeting. Um, for for people who don't know what what it is or what it's about or what the goals are, can you describe a little bit what what it is? Right. So um, credit actually goes to a pair of residents uh, at uh, family medicine residents at the Santa Rosa program uh, in Northern California, just north of uh, San Francisco. Uh, a couple of years ago at our Congress, uh, which was held in uh, Sacramento, uh, they developed T-shirts that uh, had great quotes on them. So, for example, uh, use your whole brain, become a family physician. And then they said, you know, this is a family medicine T-shirt revolution. So uh, credit goes to them for the original idea. 
um, and certainly um, it you know it, it had a certain amount of um, scalability from that standpoint in terms of energy. People really loved the idea um, to continue to sell T-shirts at meetings, etc. Uh, and then, you know, the energy sort of petered out because people got busy and whatnot. And um, when we were last in Sacramento this year, uh, which was two years after the, the residents originally uh, came up with their idea, um, I, I was really inspired by, uh, the, the I guess, the degree of political capital that's been built over the past um, 10 years, uh, really, since the Future Family Medicine Project and a commitment to being engaged with the political system to uh, make the healthcare system better and more primary care based. Um, and um, just sort of the energy that came out of that meeting and uh, this, and, and I know that the California Academy of Family Physicians Foundation was planning to launch um, a website to help Essentially, taking over the T-shirt operation from the from the residents, and really kind of uh, making it more of a mature uh, process uh, in terms of uh, moving beyond just the T-shirts to, you know, using building a website that uh, not only um, highlights the great pride that people have in in being family physicians, in delivering the kind of care that we're capable of. Uh, and what we represent to our patients and our communities, uh, but also putting it out there for the public uh, public's eye. Uh, because um, if we're all in a room together or on Twitter and congratulating ourselves, does that really push the envelope or does that really make the world a better place? Not really. So um, that's where this whole concept of um, family medicine revolution came from. Um, and I think it also coincided pretty nicely with the use of social media in actual political revolutions uh, in other parts of the world and to sort of see the power in that. And um, that's how we came up with the hashtag FM revolution. And it's something that really has kind of taken a life on, of its own, uh, thanks to people like you and to at MD student 31. Uh, you know, there's been a, a real buzz and it's been fun uh, really just trying to uh, as 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 I am a surfer, just trying to ride the crest. <laughs> um, and it hasn't been all positive. I mean, I did see on Twitter that that there there was a comment, uh, particularly on that blog post, uh, which is uh, kind of contrary to what you were, what what the message is. And I, th I think it just kind of exhibits some of the frustration that is out there um, in family medicine and with family physicians, um, as far as you know, trying to garner some of this momentum or this passion that we have for taking care of patients. Um, but just like you said, Jay, I mean, it, it is, it's been pretty well received, and, and uh, I've been pleasantly surprised by the momentum that it has, and it has uh, <clears throat> started to, to get going there. And, and just to kind of uh, let people know what some of the T-shirts say, just like you said, the family medicine, use your whole brain. Uh, family doctors are sexy. We do it all. Uh, so they're going for that. Um, and there's also a mug. And I did also see a reference for stickers. So, I mean, I think uh, from, from a public relations type of standpoint, um, I think this is going to be uh, something interesting to see how it unfolds, not only communicating within our own community, but with also patients and payers and legislators and anybody else who wants to hear our story. That's true. And, you know, I think um – to go, to go back to something that you had said earlier in comment with regards to sort of 
to some of the disparaging remarks. Um, I, I do think that um, it's important to have those voices heard. And, and the nice thing about social media is that you're entitled to your opinion. Um, and, you know, many people put, because their institution makes them uh, put in their profile, my tweets are my own. Um, and, and I think that's actually very, very important um, in terms of the use of the medium is that people are entitled to their, to their opinions. Um, but I would say that being disparaging and being negative um, is limited because really all you're doing is whining. And um, I have a no whiners pol policy. <laughs> and um, my belief is if, if you're not engaged and you're not trying to figure out a way to make things better, then get out of my way. And, um, uh, you know, uh, and, and that may seem a little bit harsh, but the reality is we don't have time for whiners right now. We have, we, we have time to fix problems. And, um, and, I, and I think the vast majority of people who um, have been involved in this campaign um, are people who are doers. Uh, they're Americans, not Americans. So Americans, not Americans. Well said. Um, in the second segment with my guest, uh, Dr. Jay Lee from California, Family Doc Wonk, on Twitter, uh, we talk about another meeting called the Family Medicine uh, Congressional Conference, which took place in uh, Washington, uh, D.C., um, earlier this month in May uh, 2011. And uh, even if um, you, you know, have don't know anything about family medicine, uh, this segment here will be um, informational and good for you to listen to um, in case you have to do any kind of discussion, any kind of lobbying, any kind of uh, talking with legislators, especially um, at the uh, federal level. So it, it, it shares his experience through the two days of the conference. The first day was um, a lot of information, um, a lot of uh, uh, lectures, didactic lectures and things. And the second day, um, he shares his experience about actually going up to Capitol Hill and talking to legislators. So here's part two of our interview. Uh, my guest on the line here is Dr. Jay Lee from uh, Long Beach, uh, California. Right now, at this moment, as we record this interview, he is at the uh, California Academy of Family Physicians Annual Scientific Assembly. Uh, so let's switch gears here a little bit to the beginning um, of this week as we speak. Um, you were in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, for the AAFP Family Medicine Congressional Conference, and if people want to try to catch up on that, uh, this uh, Twitter hashtag was uh, AAFPFMCC. And it was a two-day event, day one. You, it was a lot of good speakers that I uh, heard tweeted out there um, on Twitter, and day two was actually doing uh, and doing some lobbying uh, up on the Hill. Uh, so, Jay, can you kind of share a little bit about that uh, experience, share a little bit about the, 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 the conference itself, and then, and then heading up on the Hill the next day? Sure. Um you know, the, the meeting itself, this is my first time that I went to uh, D.C. with my family medicine colleagues, um, and uh, it was a very, very informative meeting. Um, you know, we had people from uh, as high as the deputy director of CMS uh, come and speak with us uh, with regards to what the issues are and um, how to best frame them and how to make a legislative visit, uh, you know, so the mechanics and the content of how we go about doing it. And I think there was also an opportunity to uh, network and um, to create community uh, within 
uh, family medicine, um, you know, and it, this was sort of the first time that I ventured out and had people come up to me and say, "Oh, hey, Jay Lee, what's up, family doc wonk?" and uh, and I and I didn't know who the person was, and <laughs> uh, and then I found out that this person was NASP advocacy. Um, so it was, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's been very uh, eye-opening for me that uh, you know we're we're all learning a lot together. I think in this process. Um, and the, the, so the three big topics that we ended up talking about that, uh, that on the second day we, we went and uh, discussed with our legislators or their, or their aides was with regards to repealing the SGR or sustained growth rate formula for uh, Medicare payments. Uh, the second was with regards to uh, maintaining and even increasing funding for Title VII, which is responsible for providing monies for uh, primary care training, as well as monies for the National Health Service Corps. And then the third one, uh, it was something that isn't really legislated just yet, but it's this um, idea of uh, shifting the way uh, GME funding or graduate medical education funding is handled so that, um, that, so that residents, particularly in primary care, can uh, focus on um, community-based resources because uh, as it is right now, um, that those monies go directly to hospitals and then it sort of goes into this uh, nebulous pit uh, where there's not a lot of transparency about where that money goes to. And so, you know, the idea is to try to get people out in the community where the medicine is actually happening and not just limit it to the hospital. Uh, and do do you have uh, any idea, um, like how many people were at the conference, or any kind of numbers of that? Yeah, I think there were about I, I, the numbers I heard were 125 or so, and and you know some states were really really full. I think the Illinois chapter, for example, they um, they had their entire uh, board uh, come to this meeting every wow. day, and they. They hold their board meeting uh, just before wow. uh, the meeting, huh. so they were a very full contingent. So, were you able to to actually speak to the the uh, uh, Congress representative or a senator, or was it just mainly their staff, which who uh, I hear are even more important than sometimes actually speaking to the to the uh, person themselves? Right. I you know. Um, because of the way the schedules work out, uh, many times uh, you do end up meeting with staff, you're right. And uh, I did catch a glimpse of uh, Senator Feinstein uh, walking by uh, our meeting. Um, uh, and I did get to shake hands with uh, Dana Rohrabacher, uh, who is my congressperson, uh, as, as he had just come in to the office between meetings. And I had an opportunity to shake his hand and let him know that uh, you know, I live in his district, and we had a nice discussion about surfboards because that's what he has. <laughs> as often. Um, and so, it, you know, it was nice that I had that opportunity, but the bulk of the work uh, in terms of the legislative visit, uh, the visits uh, were with members. So is it, is it pretty structured? I mean, you're like, well, you know, I have these three points I want to cover, and and uh, if we do some small talk to uh, – um, I just, I'm just kind of curious because I've never done that before, and I, I, I would, I'm going to be doing it. It's just scheduling the time to do it. But uh, for, for people who haven't done that sort of thing before, can you kind of give us an idea from from your first timer standpoint? Sure. Um, so the way it generally works is uh, you'll have uh, a small team of folks who 
Um, you know, definitely try to get there um, uh, at least 10 minutes before your appointment because um, uh, you want to make – because, for example, our first meeting, we got lost in the bowels of the Capitol, uh, um, and those 10 minutes were critical in terms of our ability to actually make the appointment on time. Um, uh, the way uh, it generally works is, you know, in a, a couple of weeks in advance, you arrange your meeting, and um, – when you arrive, you announce um, yourself. You say, I'm uh, Dr. J. Lee from uh, the American Academy of Family Physicians. And, and you'll notice that I'm articulating. Um, uh, and it's sort of purposeful in the way that you articulate because uh, you want people to hear what you have to say. Oh, I see. Uh, then they'll you know, have you take a seat. And then usually within a few seconds, the staff person's out. Uh, they usually look like they're harried. They're usually saying, uh, goodbye to the last people that they were meeting with, and then they'll pull you into their office. Um, and then, you know, there is a period of sort of niceties and small talk. Um, one of the best bits of advice I got was um, look at the walls, see what's on the walls, and, and, and see if you can anchor the discussion to just, a, you know, some small talk, chit-chat around things that um, sort of you share with that person. So with Roar the surfboards, um, so that you know, that was nice. It kind of uh, eased everyone into the situation, in, into the meeting, and then um, and then usually what I say is, uh, you know, we're family physicians. Do you do you know what a family physician is, and do you know what what we do and and what, who we represent? Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, and so you know, I'll say, uh, well, I'm a member of a 100,000 member strong organization. Uh, we represent family physicians. Family physicians take care of people from cradle to grave. We provide primary health care uh, to folks. Um, and then I, then I, then I lay out um, roughly what we're going to cover, ask them how much time uh, we have uh, so that I can kind of prioritize uh, in terms of time. And then we launch into the issues. Um, and uh, the, the AAFP staff is uh, wonderful because they provide us with cheat sheets with uh, data and information. But really what ends up happening is you start telling stories about patients you've taken care of and sort of the importance of why we're advocating for what we're, for what we're advocating for because it really does affect patients ultimately. And we give examples from our own clinical practice. And, and um, I think that really makes a huge difference. The stories are way more important than any statistics uh, that you can provide these folks. Now, have you uh, met with uh, federal legislators or, or state legislators before this week at all to do this kind of work, or this is a whole new thing for you? Um, I, I've done it at the state level uh, probably every year for the past uh, five or six years. Um, this is my second time doing it in D.C., and um, it's really interesting because I think in D.C. Uh, the feel is much different. It, there's a lot of people uh, in suits, a lot, a lot of people with slogan buttons walking around, um, and it's just a lot more vast than any state capital I've been in. Um, uh, so, for example, uh, you know, as large as the Capitol building is, um, one side is the House, uh, where one side is where the House uh, uh, buildings are, and on the other side is the, are the Senate buildings. And to walk back and forth between the House and the Senate side. Uh, you know, is at least 15 minutes going. Wow! 
Huh, and so you're in your suit. Yeah, you're in your suit. It's a beautiful spring day. You're starting to sort up a storm, and you wish you had used, um, you know, the proper deodorant. Or <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, it, but but you know, on lobby day, it was really cool because um, there was a real sense of community because you kept running by people that you saw at the meeting, and it just felt like uh, family physicians were everywhere. Um, on the hill, uh, fighting for what's right in healthcare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must have just felt great just to just to be a part of that, and 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 and, and you know, feeling like as a citizen, you know, you're you're making a difference up there in in a different way for patients than you are in an exam room or or in another type of setting. So so yeah, I, I look forward to to taking advantage of that um, opportunity. And, you know, lobbying is is always uh, something that's been intimidating (laughs) to me. Um, But uh, that was a good good part of the interview there. So this uh, third and final segment here, um, you may have seen this on uh, YouTube uh, already. I I posted this before uh, the um, audio uh, came out. Um, We talk about um, the uh, National Conference of Special Constituencies, um, the meeting that he's going to chair next year, lead next year, the, the term that they use is, is convener. He'll be the conference convener uh, for that meeting. And not only do we talk about that, we talk about this year's meeting where social media really exploded uh, during that meeting, even to a point where there were board members of the American Academy of Family Physicians who joined Twitter during the meeting. So we talk about that and our closing moments um, of my time here with Dr. Jay Lee, uh, family physician from California, also known as Family Doc Wonk, on Twitter. Why don't we move on here to our, our last topic here? So my uh, my guest on the line here um, is uh, Dr. Jay Lee, who is uh, Family Doc Wonk on uh, Twitter, and uh, we're going to end up by uh, talking probably about the uh, uh, the topic that we're we're most excited about uh, that kind of started off this whole ten day trip. Uh, was uh, in Kansas City, the uh, National Conference of uh, Special Constituencies, of which you're going to be running the deal next year. You're going to be the chair, what they call the term is convener of the entire uh, meeting. Uh, so I would guess this year uh, you had a different different type of look to uh, or different uh, type of uh, point of view this year because uh, you're going to be on the inside of it uh, next year. Uh, maybe just start out just with some general comments on, on how you thought uh, the meeting went not only from a policy standpoint but from a networking standpoint, and, and we'll also talk about the social media piece a little bit later as well. Sure. Yeah, the, the meeting in general uh, was definitely like it is every year, which is actually a really, really good thing in the sense that uh, there were improvements in uh, sort of our workflows and our processes relative to the year before. Um, we had strong attendance. Uh, many uh, states brought full delegations. Uh, there was a lot of energy. There was a nice mix of folks who've been there a few years and uh, and those who were first-timers. Um, and in general, there was just a spirit of camaraderie and um, uh, a belief that, that, that we could make some changes in the system. Um, so, so that was beautiful. Uh, the thing that was different for me this year, as you mentioned, uh, was that I, I, ne- I needed to take notes <laughs> in terms of uh, figuring out the mechanics of how the meeting happens, uh, et cetera. And uh, thankfully, the staff 
at the American Academy of Family Physicians, uh, including Callie Castro uh, and, and the rest of her uh, crew that run this meeting are outstanding and um, very receptive to um, tweaking it, uh, tweaking the meeting at the margins uh, so that we can provide a better product uh, from year to year. This year, uh, phenomen- it was phenomenal. Um, we had time allotted for business through 3 o'clock on Saturday, which is the last day of the meeting, and we actually got done by 10.30, uh, thanks to the very efficient work of this year's convener, uh, Dr. Lillian Wu from Washington. So she raised the bar very high for me, um, and I'm already getting highs thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because she did raise that bar quite high. (laughs) Yeah, and and I I did see on Twitter that just this weekend, I believe it was yesterday, that she was elected uh, vice speaker um, of the Washington uh, Academy. I believe I got that information right. So she is... Uh, definitely uh, a star. Uh, so, but yeah, no pressure on you there, my friend. Yeah, no, no, uh, exactly. I'm, I'm not sweating at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, one of the unique things from this meeting, um, and I know that you and I talked about it last year, uh, was the use of social media. Uh, there was maybe like you and me and maybe three other people using Twitter last year. Um, but um, I, I'm, I'm curious from, from your point of view on site there, to kind of see this Twitter phenomenon just explode and and get viral or or have everybody using it, um, did, did you get a sense? Uh, how did you get a sense on site of people, uh, uh, more people signing up for it? And, and the last part is, you know, especially uh, board members from the American Academy of Family Physicians. How did you see that, or how did you hear of that happening on site? It's so um, unlike years past, um, the Wi-Fi was uh, imminently more available. Meaning every year that I've gone, uh, you know, it started with, uh, you know, plug-in uh, internet um, to Wi-Fi in your room, to Wi-Fi in the lobby, to some Wi-Fi in the hallway, to, right. <laughs> you know, to Wi-Fi everywhere. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, I know that AAFP does bring a lot of business uh, to this particular hotel uh, where we had it. And so they've been very accommodating uh, you know, thanks to the folks at the Hyatt for fixing some of the technical problems. Because last year, um, uh, Wi-Fi and to use a uh, Twitter meme was epic fail. Uh, <laughs> last year, um, uh, because it just didn't work in right. certain spots. But, right. but this year, it worked beautifully. And I think that really facilitated or catalyzed people uh, to use it. Um, one of the uh, things was the students the medical students who were at this meeting were really driving some of this behavior change among some of the docs um, because they were so active. And then when people saw what they were posting, um, making the meeting very transparent and I think accessible for people who were not there, um, you know, I think that's when we started to see that tipping point. And fortunately, we have several board members who are very um, aware of, of technology and, and its use, um, you know, and thinking in particular of uh, uh, Glenn Stream and of uh, uh, Reed Blackwelder and Glenn's wife Anne Montgomery, you know, they they really embraced it um, and started to do it, and then then you start started to see the rest of the board start to join. So, um, you know, and, and and that's sort of what social media is about, right? Um, it's about uh, see, people seeing value in it and then joining it. And then learning how to use it, and I think um, 
my understanding of Twitter was much less mature uh, a year ago at, at NCSC, and it's it's much more. Um, I understand it better, and I understand how to use it better now that I've been involved with Twitter almost two years now. So it's it's fun, and and I think it it also helps get the message out. Um, uh, not only to other family docs, but also to the general public. Uh, absolutely, and, and uh, you know, e- even though I was, you know, here, you know, hundreds of miles away, um, I still felt connected with the meeting. Um, I still felt like I was making, you know, comments and people sometimes commenting back or retweeting. Um, I think that's that's one of the things that I hope um, uh, the academy and, and people that plan meetings kind of see. Uh, that, that you have potentially uh, 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 a lot more people being involved in the meeting and not necessarily being on site. And, and I think just these past 10 days um, at these different meetings at different sites in different states in different time zones has really um, made that a good example. And as we move forward, as we uh, cover a lot of these other meetings, um, I really hope that the, the family medicine community um, sees that and grasps that. And, and, I, and, and I'm seeing as, a, as an outsider that, that I, I am seeing that, that some of these um, family physician champions in, in, in social media are, are, are spreading all around. And, and uh, I'm really kind of seeing something happening out there as far as family medicine and social media, and I'm very excited about it. Me too, and I and I think that um, you know it's 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 one thing to um, have a message. Uh, it's another thing to share it with your friends or your contacts, uh, and it's a, it's an entirely different thing when uh, that message gets amplified uh, in the way that Twitter can, uh, especially Twitter. Um, I think more so than Facebook. Um, but you know, it, it's important for us to be out there. Um, and I think it's part of our ethos to feel connected to others. Uh, and, it, you know, the social, the, this medium really allows us to do that, uh, even if ge- geography is an issue. Um, and uh, certainly uh, people, I've learned so much from people posting articles and from having viewpoints uh, that are different from mine um, and, uh, and, and also viewpoints that are similar to mine. Uh, because it just allows for communication and for dialogue. Um, uh, you know, for example, the, the, the tweet chats that are done. Um, you know, I've, I've learned a tremendous amount just by uh, following threads uh, since they're usually timed during dinner time uh, on the yeah. West Coast. But, but I'm able to sort of, you know, dissect it and, and read it and take a look at it and get a sense of what, where, you know, where things are going in terms of uh, people's thinking. Uh, and my last question, because I know you have to go, um, I, I, what's the potential that you see as far as um, family docs, family medicine, using social media to communicate our story to everyone else, to our patients, to payers, to legislators, to anybody who needs to hear the story of family medicine? Right. Um, so I'll tie to seemingly disparate ideas together into one. Um, so uh, have you read the book Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card? No, no, but I will make a note of it. Okay. So it's a science fiction book um, which uh, describes a world in the future where there's an alien race uh, coming to you know, destroy Earth. Uh, like that's never written about in science fiction books. <laughs> um, 
Uh, but um, it, it's fascinating because so Ender is the main protagonist in the book, um, and I won't go too much too much into the details. But he has two siblings who um, are older than him and who essentially are using a medium very similar to Twitter or to blogging. Uh, and mind you, this book was written in the late '70s, I believe, um, to influence politics and policymaking uh, in the world. Uh, about what to do with this alien race, um, and you know how to combat, and how what resources to put where, etc. And um, when I think about that book, um, it, and I think about that particular, those two two particular characters, uh, his siblings, and their ability to sort of change ideas um, using a medium very similar to social media, <clears throat> I I really see the potential in what we can do uh, in terms of. Uh, being out on the forefront with regards to uh, describing who we are and ascribing the value that we bring to healthcare uh, in a very public way so that people understand it um, and and really get to a point where we have other political partners uh, that allow us to affect change at a policy level uh, because in, in many ways, uh, if we're not affecting policy change, we're just spinning our wheels. Um, we, you know, we'll, we'll just be those whiners because that's not, you know, whining is not real change. So um, I think we're we're going to get there. Um, I, I, this is this is the beginning, and I think that by partnering with our patients, which is really what we do best anyway, um, but u- utilizing that skill. Uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll we'll be able to get to that point where we really do have a family medicine revolution in U.S. healthcare. You know, moving away from this uh, volume-based, uh, expensive care, uh, you know, often with little value, um, to more value-based care uh, that's focused on uh, getting the patient uh, taken care of and, and helping communities uh, improve, uh, and, and really changing the vector uh, that we're uh, in, in terms of our approach to delivering healthcare services in this country. Uh, Dr. Jay Lee, he is Family Doc Wonk on Twitter, the 2012 conference convener for the AFP NCSC meeting. Also, uh, check out uh, familymedicinerevolution.org. And I think you just made a new T-shirt, No Whiners or No Whining. Um, I, I definitely support that. Um Thank you so much for the time, sir. Uh, I know we'll be talking down the road. Uh, I'll see you on, on Twitter. And if you, if you need any any help, any assistance, especially with that convener thing, I know a little bit about that. Uh, you know, just let me know. Uh, but uh, I don't think you'll need much help because you're gonna do a great job. You have you have a great staff working with you. But uh, thank you so much uh, for the time for coming back on the show, sir. I really appreciate the opportunity, Mike. And um, you know, I know that um, you know I take great pride in seeing a good friend um, making such an impact on the world and you know we uh, you, you definitely um, inspire us all and uh, please keep up what you're doing because it's, it's really important so uh, thanks again to uh, Dr. Jay Lee family physician from California otherwise known as family doc wonk on Twitter uh, for coming back to the uh, show and uh, just as a bonus to all of you who um, hung out for this entire show, what I'm going to do right at the end of this podcast will be to 
repost the entire uh, deleted, well, not the entire deleted one, the 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 the, uh, the podcast that I ended early. <laughs> In case you're wondering about hearing my frustrations at the end of the show, I had to end early. So uh, thanks again for uh, your patience. Um, and I uh, apologize to those who uh, tuned in live to listen to the live uh, interview, but uh, I messed things up. But uh, still, uh, check me out uh, at familymedicinerocks.com, and uh, there you'll find the podcast and blog posts and TV interviews and videos and things. So thank you for uh, checking that out, and uh, I will uh, post the uh, other uh, interview coming up right now. Welcome to episode 10 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. On tonight's show, our guest coming up will be Dr. Jay Lee from California, family physician. You can find him at FamilyDocWonk on Twitter. And our topics tonight will include family medicine, of course, and... Social media's impact on family medicine, especially at recent meetings. If you've been following my Twitter stream over the past couple of weeks, you'll know exactly what I am talking about. So we'll talk about all that and a lot more, including me having to restart Skype seconds before the podcast here. (laughs) So this is episode 10 of the Telemedicine Rocks podcast starting right now. Hi, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD student 31 on Twitter, and I listen to Family Medicine Rocks with Mike Sevilla. That's right. Welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I'm your host, the friendly family physician. My name is Mike Savella, family physician and social media enthusiast. And right at the top of the show, I have a confession to make. Probably seeing this trending on Twitter right now. Yes, I am using a uh, performance-enhancing drug right now. It is not EPO, my friends. <laughs> of course, it's Diet Coke. <laughs> and I'm also going to say this, 20-plus year career, 500 drug controls worldwide, in and out of competition, never failed a drug test. I rest my case. <laughs> But what is this show about, other than me being rambling around? Well, I tell people this is social media through the eyes of a family physician. You can check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. You can join me on Twitter and Facebook as well. 
Shout out to all 169 people who uh, follow me on the Facebook fan page. And also shout out to all 6,248 people on Twitter. Thank you so much for following me. I don't know why. I hope you find it valuable. You can also listen to real time to this show on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Droid, Windows 7. Just direct your mobile browser to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash famedrocks. Today is Thursday, May 19, 2011. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. And right now here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, feels like 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Finally, the rain has let up here a little bit, and I am seeing a beautiful sunset outside of the studios here this evening. So I, as, as I alluded to right at the top of the show, I had to restart my Skype seconds before the show. I'm hoping that somebody out there is hearing me right now, <laughs> or else this will be a very, very short show. <laughs> so what did you do this week? It's been a busy work week for me. I've been kind of a slacker out there on uh, social media. And I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow on a a video commentary that I'm going to be putting out on uh, my Facebook page tomorrow. You can also get, you'll be able to get it at familymedicinerocks.com. The topic will be uh, social media burnout. So that'll be an interesting thing for me to uh, discuss there tomorrow. And also coming up at the top of the next hour here, very excited, uh, the next edition of the Family Medicine Chat, FamMed Chat, uh, will be uh, coming up. It's the fourth edition of the uh, Family Medicine Chat coming up here this evening on Twitter. The uh, host will be none other than Dr. Synonymous, who hosts the show here Tuesday nights here on the network. The uh, topic will be the dreams of the founders of Family Medicine. And coming up in a little bit will be our guest. It is a pre-recorded interview. He's not here live tonight. It is a pre-recorded interview with my good friend, Dr. Jay Lee from California. He is the 2012 chair, or as they say, convener. He's the uh, the face of the meeting, the leader of the meeting, uh, the National Conference of Special Constituencies meeting that will take place in Kansas City, uh, next May, I believe, May 2012. So we'll talk about that during the course of our interview. We'll also be talking about the new uh, FamilyMedicineRevolution.org uh, website and also on Twitter at FM Revolution. We'll also be talking about the Family Medicine Congressional Conference and uh, the uh, conference where he was at where we were talking about things, the uh, California Academy of Family Physicians Annual Scientific Assembly, and uh, Fat Mad Doc was on uh, Dr. Anonymous Show 167. Yes, this show used to be called the Dr. Anonymous Show, and uh, he was on show 167, recorded over 200 of those shows. Can you believe that there, kids? Uh, And that show with uh, Dr. Jay Lee was on uh, May 27, 2010, about a year ago, and you can uh, download that on iTunes. 
through the Family Medicine Rocks podcast page. It does have the old episodes of there, and uh, it was one of the most uh, downloaded episodes of all of the uh, all of the shows there. So, uh, pretty entertaining conversation that we had uh, a year ago. Uh, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here again uh, this evening on the front page there. And uh, I am a social media, have been a social media hobbyist since 2005, and actually coming up on the five-year anniversary of my blog coming up next month. Can you believe that? Started that back in 2006. And if you're curious, yes, I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio, and usually to be able to see my uh, shining face on the webcam here this evening. But again, Log Talk Radio is not cooperating this evening, so uh, to your benefit, <laughs> you won't be able to see me on the webcam here this evening. And uh, I want to give a big shout-out to J-Man in the uh, chat room, uh, host the show here uh, on the network called I'm With Stupid. Uh, funny, funny podcast here with his uh, co-host there, The Matt Man, and uh, they just uh, upgraded <laughs> or downgraded, depending on what you think of it, <laughs> you, uh, twice a week, so that's good. So uh, good content out there, so check that out. Before we go to the break, here are a couple of announcements here. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, the uh, third annual Healthcare Social Media Summit which will be taking place October 17 through 19 at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. I will be on the speaker list there, along with a great list of speakers, including uh, Jen Dyer, who was known as uh, Endo Goddess on uh, Twitter. Also, Seattle Mama Doc, Wendy Sue Swanson, Lee Acey, the director of the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media, who I will be lobbying during the meeting so I can get on their advisory board. <laughs> And also, Howard Lux will be there, David Harlow, ePatient Dave, and a lot of other great speakers. You can check that out at socialmedia.mailclinic.org, and you can also check it out at reagan.com, R-A-G-A-N. That is Reagan Communications. And if you register before tomorrow, May 20th, you will be uh, getting a huge discount Uh also, uh, this week is EMS week. Happy EMS week to my uh, emergency medicine friends out there. And I do want to play this promo here for the uh, upcoming EMS World Conference, uh, which will be in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, this is a nice little contest here for uh, what they call an EMS newbie to be uh, going to the conference for free. You just have to write an essay here for those people who qualify. Here's the promo for my good friends at emsnewbie.com. Right like that, it's gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. This is Ron and Kelly from Confessions of an EMS Newbie, and we have a new contest for our listeners. Kelly, can you tell them about the contest? It's an essay contest for our EMS newbie listeners, EMT students or EMTs with less than two years' experience in the field, where you'll write a four to 600-word essay on the EMS newbie and the social media revolution. We've got some pretty cool prizes. Ron, why don't you tell them what they are? That's right. You will get one all-expenses-paid trip to Las Vegas for the EMS world. This trip includes hotel, airfare, and entrance to the conference. But that's not all. You also get to shadow Dr. Brian Bledsoe, the man who literally wrote the book on paramedic care and witness the kind of trauma that you'll only find in a level one trauma center in Las Vegas. 
What happens in Vegas, you will get to see. But most importantly, you will get to meet us and be on Confessions of an EMS Newbie's live show from the podcasting studio at EMS World. And if you want to find out more information about that, go to emsnewbie.com slash Vegas, baby. So, I'm going to tell you newbies out there. That's uh, a pretty good podcast, too. So, check that out, emsnewbie.com. That's uh, all. I'll take my break here. Then we will start the pre-recorded interview uh, right after uh, this break. Here you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast in partnership with the Family Medicine Education Consortium at fmec.net and also a member of the Proba Network podcast. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Right, uh, family medicine through the eyes of a me, social media through the eyes of a, a family physician. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. That's what I do when I try to type and talk at the same time. <laughs> uh, so uh, what I'll do here is um, I will um, I will play this uh, interview here as soon as I can find it. This might be. A short show if I you know what this is a pretty short show here tonight because this thing uh it is not uh showing up in the uh it's not showing up in my switchboard here so that's not good, kids. <laughs> I think I'll do what uh, I've never had to do before. I may have to just uh, end the show early and edit it in and uh, put it in uh, later because uh, it's not slowing up at my switchboard here. So, uh, yeah, this is not uh, this is not good, kids. So. I guess I'll do what I've never done before, is I'm going to end the show. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to have to uh, edit this uh, sucker in uh, later here because, uh, yeah, it's not showing up in my switchboard. I, it did show up in my switchboard before the show, but now it, uh, that's, it's not showing up in my switchboard now. So, Oh, well, kids, this is the shortest show ever. <laughs> Uh, sorry about the uh, technical uh, difficulties here, uh, but uh, I guess that's it for tonight, kids. <laughs> I thought I had everything ready here, but I guess uh, I guess I'm done. 
So thanks for uh, joining me on this uh, train wreck of a show here uh, uh, this evening. So uh, I will uh, have to do my editing magic and uh, put that stuff uh, back in the show here. So uh, apologies for that. Apologies for everybody who is listening to this or tuning in, uh, listening to this interview, but I'll have to do my editing magic and uh, have to put this sucker in later. So um, I'm done. Thanks for joining me. I apologize for the technical difficulties, uh, but still check out FamilyMedicineRocks.com as I try to fix this show here tonight. So, uh, sorry about that, kids. Um, I will uh, get to this editing right away. So, uh, I will say good night. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.